0: frequently asked questions or FAQ pages. We are going to dive into those today and I'm super, super pumped about it. Welcome to the Up In My Business podcast with me, Lex Lancaster, where you'll get an inside look at all things tech, business, and my life as a physical therapist turned digital operations expert. You'll hear all about my lessons as a business owner, the ins and outs of tech for your business, and more. From SEO, websites, and email marketing to automations, launches, and copywriting, I've got you. I'm so excited you're here. Let's dive in. As you all know, I am a big fan of Jane App, the all-in-one practice management software that offers a fully integrated payment solution called Jane Payments. Although the world of payment processing can be complex, Jane Payments was built to help make things as simple as possible to help you get paid, and it's so easy to get started, and it is the best, let me tell you. It makes things so, so easy. Here's how you can get started today. If you head to jane.app slash payments, you can book a one-on-one demo with a member of Jane's support team. This can give you a better sense of how Jane Payments can integrate with your practice by seeing some popular features just in action in a live call. If you know that you're ready to get started, you can sign up for Jane and you can use the code LEX1MO, so LEX1MO, for a one-month grace period while you settle in, which is a total game changer, let me tell you, because you can set everything up while you're starting to use it, especially if you're switching from a different EMR. Once you're in your new Jane account, you can flip the switch on for Jane payments at any time, and ideally, as soon as you get started because then you can start to take advantage of Jane's time and money saving features. And it only takes a few minutes and you can start processing online payments right away. No waiting period. What? This is amazing. Jane's promise to you is transparent rates and unlimited support from a team that cares. And I can attest to that because Jane's support is incredible. So check Jane out. I promise you will not be disappointed. So FAQ pages are frequently asked question pages. A lot of people have them. You definitely should have them on your website. I don't, everyone, if you've listened to this podcast multiple times or any sort of time you've been on social media with me, you know that I don't love to say the word you should have this thing, but this is something you should definitely have. Uh, We'll talk about why we're going to go through the purpose of an FAQ page. We're going to talk about how to make the page. And then we're going to talk about some optional things that you could also do for your FAQ stuff, if you will, or the way that things are um, laid out for your FAQ page. So let's start with the purpose. So I think most of us can say that we understand the purpose of an FAQ page. We know why it's used and we know why they exist, but let's go through it anyway. So the biggest thing is to eliminate fear and build trust. So when you're answering FAQs, the biggest thing that you need to consider is that people are reading these because they want to know how things work. They want to understand the process. They want to know what you're about. They want to know the details. And quite frankly, building trust, they want to know that you're going to answer these questions. So, oftentimes people will take the FAQs and it'll they'll answer all the most commonly asked questions, which you should But just make sure that you're also answering the questions fully. So, I see a lot of people take the question and they'll answer it, but half ass answer it. And I don't like that because you're not giving people the full details. So, for instance, my brick and mortar people who are cash based, one of the things that people do is they'll be like, We're cash based and we're out of network people still don't know what that means. So create a page about out-of-network care, why your cost is the way it is, break it down, whatever it may be, I don't care what it is, but you have to answer that question fully because you're still not giving enough information. So if you're thinking about building trust, the last thing you wanna do is give people half of the data that they need. So when you're answering these questions, eliminate the fear and build trust by answering the questions fully and completely. It's kind of like when we used to answer questions in like, you know, college or even high school and you would answer half of the question, but not the full thing. There'd be two parts to the question. Make sure you answer the full question. Don't just stop reading halfway through. Answer the first part of the question and forget the second part. Like You have to make sure you answer the question in full the other purpose that I want to touch on is it saves time so if you have a faq page and someone asks you a question you can just refer them to the faq page it's a beautiful thing hey look I have an entire page on my website it answers all the most commonly commonly asked questions that we we have Um, go check it out you can reference it in an email you can link to it from an email you can link to it in your intake forms you can link to it on your website um link to it from your Instagram. You can do a ton of things with the FAQ page. And even if you're in your Instagram stories, you can link to an FAQ. People don't like, and this goes back to number one of eliminating fear, people don't like to guess. So if you're posting about like, I have an opening for an initial evaluation next Tuesday, what could be awesome to follow that up with is a link to your FAQ haven't been here before, check out our FAQ page. It'll answer all the most common questions that people have when they reach out. So it can be really, really good to save time as far as you don't need to type out these answers in an email and you can refer people to it whenever you want. Number three, it gives people a peek into your business. This is super important. So it really removes the barrier between you and the person who's looking to work with you because they now understand a lot more about your business and how you operate and why you operate that way. Like when we're talking about uh, SEO, FAQs, (laughs) gotta love the three-letter acronyms. When we're talking about FAQs, we really need to understand that it's simply going back to number one the fear and trust, going back to that over and over again. Because if we're giving people a peek into our business and they're, they're understanding our business more, we are inherently going to be eliminating fear and building trust. So as always, if you are reading your FAQs and you read the, the question, read the answer, and you can't say, this eliminates fear and this builds trust, then I suggest elaborating a little bit more. Elaborate more on the answer, give people more resources, whatever it may be. Lastly, a purpose or my last purpose that I have here is it's great for SEO. So I am the SEO person. I love talking about SEO. It's going to be great for SEO because if you answer a question, you can link to something else in that question's answer. So for instance, if you say, do you take insurance? You can say no, we don't take insurance. We're out of network providers. We are cash based. Yada yada. Here's an article we wrote about cash based physical therapy and why it's the best choice. And then you can link the blog post that you have on cash based physical therapy. Now you might say, but I don't have a blog. Cool, start one. Like that's that's basically my recommendation there. If you say there's another way to link it would be, do you have female practitioners? Then you could say, We have a team of five people. We have ex practitioners. We have, you know, Sarah, Emily, Nate, and John. Here's a link to our About page to learn more about the practitioners that we have. So, just understanding and what I'm trying to lay out here is the fact that you can link other pages from your FAQ page. Amazing for SEO. Amazing. So, for what it's worth. So, purposes of FAQ page the bottom line is to eliminate fear and build trust. So, let's go on to how to make the page. How to actually how do you determine what questions do you put on there? The biggest thing that I have for you is to make sure you write down the questions that you get asked whether it's in the Instagram DMs in an email in an initial evaluation, on a consult call, whatever those questions are, I can guarantee that you can probably list out at least 10 questions right off the bat. So what I recommend is just getting out a a Word doc, a Google doc. If you're a writing person, get out a piece of paper, whatever you want to do, and just jot down all the questions that you have. If you're in the middle of an initial evaluation and someone asks a good question, make sure you write it down because we forget those things. So write down all of the questions that you get asked most frequently. Now, those are like the questions that come from your people. You also want to write down questions that are logistical in nature. So things that you know that are likely questions, but people may not think to ask them. So like, what should I wear to my initial evaluation? People likely won't ask that. We've had people ask, but people likely won't always ask that question. So answer it. Or like, what's your address? People typically will see that on their intake form. So they won't ask you that question, but it's nice to answer that question in an FAQ. Like, where are you located? What is the what is the building? You know, where is it, where are you between? Whatever it may be. So make sure that you answer the logistical questions as well. So we're literally just making an entire list of questions. Now you want to categorize them. So categorize them into logistical things and then also break them down into disciplines. So if you have ortho and pelvic health, You may have ortho questions, pelvic health questions. You may have dry needling specific questions. Categorize them into topics. And we're going to talk about why that might be important later on. But for your master FAQ list, you really should keep the same things. Keep like with like, like we're sorting here. You don't want to go from like, what should I wear to my initial evaluation? To what is a pelvic health eval? To where's your clinic located? It just doesn't look good. It doesn't feel good. It certainly doesn't feel coherent. So We want to make sure that we create a very categorized experience so people can move their way through the FAQs. Number three, answer them. And this is so important. You don't want to answer them in such a sterile fashion. Make sure you add your brand voice as always. If you know anything about my business and have listened to the podcast, you know that I really push that. You need to make sure you add your own voice into these questions and answers. You know, you answer a question very differently than the way I answer a question. So just make sure that you're adding your brand voice in there. You don't wanna just copy and paste a sterile answer from someone else. So it can be funny, it can be, you know, pointed, it can have a little bit of dry humor. Whatever you want to do with that, you can have that in your FAQ answers. So just know that it's super important to add your brand voice and align with your brand when you're answering them. Number four is link to other pages for more information throughout your FAQs. So like I said before, if you have a blog post that explains something that you're answering, have them click on it. But don't forget, don't just link to the blog post without giving them an answer because a lot of people aren't gonna go read about it. So just give an answer, but then also say, here's more information. Check out this blog post that I wrote about X, Y, and Z. So link to other pages for more information throughout your FAQs. Number five is add and update regularly. You you can just publish your FAQ page and never touch it again, but I don't recommend that. Make sure you add the questions that you didn't get before. Add things that make sense. Change your answers if something updates, make sure you change that answer. I can count a couple, you know, it's hard I understand because things change in business so fast and the things that you think to change are always like your prices. So you go into your EMR and change those. You might change them on your website and you forget the FAQ section. So make sure when you're ever, whenever you're updating your business in any way, whether you add a practitioner or you change your location or whatever it may be, make sure that you're also updating your website. Because if you're going to update your website, you also need to update the FAQ section and people always forget that section. So just make sure you're updating that. So how to make the, p- the page? We talked about determining the most asked questions, categorize them, answer them, but use your brand voice link to other pages throughout your FAQs, add to them and update them regularly. And now let's talk about the optional things that you can do. So optional things that seem to work really well, you can have different FAQs on different pages. So for instance, if you have separate service pages, like a dry needling page, a pelvic health page, an ortho page, you can take your FAQs that apply to those pages and put them just on those pages, right? Have a master FAQ page with all of the FAQs, but then also take the FAQs that apply to a certain discipline and put them on that page as well. I've seen that work very, very well. People love it. So I would separate them and put them onto different pages if you can. With Squarespace, you can do the save section feature. So you do the little heart inside that save section, inside the section itself. And it will go into the save sections when you go to add a new section on a different page. And you can go to that section, add your full FAQ list, and then just delete the ones that don't apply to that page. So just for what it's worth, Squarespace, that's a huge time saver. Number two, the optional things is that you can choose to use your FAQ page as like a specific link to send to people. So for instance, if someone were to send a text message to your clinic, if you have Spruce Health, something like Spruce, you can do an auto-reply and say, if you have questions, if you're a new patient and you're looking to book an initial evaluation, you can book that here. Also feel free to check out our FAQ here and you can link your FAQ page. You can do the same thing with an email inquiry. Someone submits an inquiry, it can, in your thank you message, it could say, thanks so much for submitting. Feel free to check out our FAQ as you wait for a reply or as you wait to hear from us. So, I would say linking to your FAQ is huge. And that's why it's so important that the FAQ answers all the questions and is also in your brand voice. Because if someone is reaching out to you for an initial evaluation and then the second touch point that they have is reading your FAQ, it would be amazing if that FAQ was super entertaining and fun and really, really depicted your business and wasn't super sterile. Um, So that's really the FAQ section in a nutshell. Now, I'm looking at the time. This is a fast episode, but I also wanted to make sure that this was a specific one off episode to make sure that people understood how to develop that FAQ page and what the actual purpose and Outcome would be for that. So I would love, because this is much shorter than a lot of the episodes that I have, even though I ideally want it to be 15 to 20 minutes long, I would love for you to either go to your FAQ page that you have and assess those questions and answers and decide do I need to add more detail? Can I make this a little bit more, I'm going to say, quote unquote, like me, like my business? And if you don't have an FAQ page, I invite you to go back to part one or part two here and basically do your FAQ page, make it like, let's do this thing. Let's make that page. Let's list out the questions. Let's answer all the questions and then put them on your website for easy access. Now, one thing I want to leave you with is that if you have an FAQ page, I would make sure that it's easily accessible on your website. So whether it's underneath a folder under your services page, whether it's a separate navigation bar, like a navigation tab that just says FAQ and you click that whatever you need to do to make it easily accessible, I would just make sure that it's not hidden. So shouldn't be hidden. It should be listed somewhere very, very easily to be found. So with all that being said, please let me know if you have questions as you start to develop your FAQ page. I would love to hear. And if you develop your FAQ page and you want to share it with me, I'd love to see it. So feel free to shoot me an email, shoot me a DM with the link and I'll check it out. So thank you so much for listening. I look forward to seeing your FAQ pages and you doing all the things on your FAQ page. I will catch you next time.